2: Hello everybody, welcome back to Talk with I'm Sybil. Enjoyed I'm by Jake. Hello, Jake, welcome back. And I'm also joined by Jed, back from uh, all, th- all Things Football. Um, Jed, be honest, how many shots have you bought since we last had you on?
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, first of all, it's a pleasure to be back. Um, secondly, I think I've, I've bought about four or five, actually.
2: <laughs> all um, all all good deals though, too good to turn down. So. No to be honest, for, for those who don't know, we had Jed on about a month ago, so <laughs> he's, he's on a shot. Yeah, um Black Friday was in between, wasn't it? So I mean, he's went metal, He's went off the rails. Right, so we ran, we ran a bit of a debate on Twitter, uh, and the debate was who would win in a boxing match, uh, Sean Dice or Nigel Pearson? And we thought it would be, you know, quite um, split down the middle. But Sean Dice's camp was just full, full, of, full of people just. <laughs> And then uh, Jed's one of them. Jed's Jed's one of the one. It was like, yeah, it's not even a contest. <laughs> yeah,
0: I don't, I, I don't, um, I don't see the argument. I think Sean Dice would just sort of let rip, and I, I don't think Nigel have a chance. I can't <laughs> oh, see it. I do think, I do think though. Um, that putting them in in a boxing ring would be a waste because that that fight needs to happen in a, in a pub car park <laughs> rather, rather than a, a boxing match.
1: Mate, I, I do you know what? Like the thing with Nige's though, he fought off a pack of wild dogs. Dice is a dog, you know, he's a dirty dog, and, and Pierce and he'd be all over him. he would use that reach, he'd be jabbing away, and, and I think I think the reach be too much for Dice. I don't think he'd get in. I don't think he'd get anyone near him.
0: No. Oh. I don't know. I, I don't. Uh, I, I think one one decent left hook from Dolch and <laughs> He's I don't down. think Nodish could could take it. <laughs> yeah, but this is what I mean about putting him in a pub. I think Sean Nodish would just drop the nut.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he
0: there it is. It's over.
1: Need to fill him full. I think that's I more. Fill him full uh, of beer game.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. No, it's I, definitely
1: an ale man. I said I? in the
2: previous episode. Um... I said in a previous episode that Sean Dice would bite someone's nose off. <laughs> just say his teeth he just, he said, ah, you know, oh, fucking dive! And he just <laughs> bite your nose right off your face. You could, tell, he, you could uh, tell he'd
0: enjoy it as well. Oh, yeah. He'd sort of yeah. like sadist, sadistically spit it out afterwards and like sort of lick his lips. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he'd enjoy it as well. It'd be the highlight of this week
2: before he went and bit someone else's nose off. <laughs> um... <laughs> Before we actually move on and we are going to talk about football at some point we'll get there no Steve with, no <laughs> <me. laughs> with his trips um, what I wanted to ask I was thinking I was thinking about this in the, in the car on the way home today uh, what would be the, the entrance music oh. for, for Sean Dice or Nigel Pearce and I thought about Sean's and I thought it'd be like I, I thought it'd be something British something classic, then I thought nah it'd be mental wouldn't it and I thought uh, rock you like a hurricane by the scorpions would <laughs> be <maybe. laughs>
1: uh, that's that's a great shout uh yeah you come in yeah. in a big robe yeah. very big good shout velvet robe yeah big hat be like, be like apollo green in rocky three <laughs>
0: very good shout very good shout even either, either that or something like Seven Nation Army and he's propagating yeah, the crowd going work working the crowd yeah. Yeah. He's dart,
1: he'd get that darts following over wouldn't he or daishu yeah
0: it'd be more it'd be more like a darts walkout than yeah. a boxing walkout
1: Nige I reckon oh, big Nige I reckon he'd go swimming classic from classic rock or something like that probably you know I think he's he'd be yeah, straight I'd down think, the middle
0: I think I could see him walking out to like living on a prayer or something like that yeah. <laughs> maybe doing a bit of a, yeah, a bit dance of a on dance. the way
1: <laughs> yeah definitely yeah he'd love that <laughs> Nigel if you're listening tell us what you'd uh, tell us what you'd walk out to mate <laughs>
2: he's definitely one of our 50 he is, is I'm telling you that. <laughs> yeah it's, it it's, it's the 20 Premier League managers and just randoms <laughs> <laughs> That's, that's the listeners of the talk skimmers. <laughs> um, right, so let's talk football. Reluctantly, we'll go to talk football. Oh no, it gets in the way. <laughs> right. Um, so we're starting us, starting us off for match week 14. We have Crystal Palace, um, Liverpool at Palace's gaff. What do we think?
1: No Benteke,
2: famously a difficult place for Liverpool yeah, to go.
1: <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, no Benteke though for Palace, who's starting to find a bit of form, isn't he? He's suspended, and Sacco's not playing either. So two ex-Liverpool players aren't going to be in that game. Um, but like you say, Jed, it's it's always been notoriously hard for Liverpool going to Palace. But hopefully, I'd yeah. like to see us uh, come out with three points. But it's going to definitely be a tough game. Like
0: I, I think Liverpool will win it, but um, I I think on paper, obviously they've they win it. On, on the day I think Palace are, are quite a well structured team they set up quite well they could make it difficult for them I don't think it's going to be like a, you know, an absolute whitewash I think there'll be sort of one goal in it especially at the minute because Liverpool have got obviously a weakened squad mm. as well um, you can see it being like a 2-1 or you know 1-0 sort of game um, but I, I would go with Liverpool for that one to be
2: honest I reckon so. I think, Rick. I do reckon Liverpool probably too much for Palace, and and like I say, I might. I think it might just be a goal in it. I don't know. I don't know if it'll be one of those games where it's sort of domination by Liverpool because Palace are really well drilled and they always are. They. All, I mean, I would say they're probably one of the harder teams in in, in the league to beat. But they're definitely well. They know how to sit back against an attacking force. That's why they had such a good record last season uh, against the top six. Um, I think it's quite quite unfortunate. Christian B- Benteke gets the best form he's had in two <laughs> years and <then> gets sent <laughs> off. It's such a Christian Benteke. I was say, it's so Benteke, isn't it? <laughs>
1: I reckon
0: he, yeah, he just, wanted, uh, for fucking... <laughs> just wanted a bit of time off at Christmas. Yeah, Roy Hodgson
1: must be fuming like that. He, you know, he's starting to get in some form. Roy sat there like, oh, bloody hell.
2: <laughs> <laughs> very, very, very the <laughs> Going back to our roots. Going back to the Tottenham Steel roots. Get the accent challenges out. (laughs) Accent challenges. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot to be said for that game. I do think... um, I think it could... like Liverpool haven't been as consistent this season, but I think the win over Tottenham will bring confidence and they did kind of look like they will find ways to win. Last season, all they did was find ways to win. um, Even in late in matches just just to... keep that momentum going yeah. and I think this probably should carry that on to Palace and I do think Liverpool would edge it but a game that I'm quite interested in and it's one I'll definitely be watching is uh, Southampton Man City because things just aren't going Pep's way at the minute and Southampton just keep looking better and better I think they were really unfortunate against Arsenal to get the three points
0: Yeah I, I would agree um, I think Southampton look really strong at the minute as well um, they they could definitely cause Man City some problems because obviously City are a good side um, they haven't really sort of recaptured the same Sort of form they've had in, in previous seasons this year, um, you can tell that they're missing the likes of David Silva and that company's sort of figure at the mm-hmm. back. Um, they're, they're sort of you can tell that they're sort of lacking, I guess, like leaders. Um, so I think that that game Southampton might fancy themselves for it um, because, like I say, the other night they were unlucky not to win and at the minute um, with Man City not being at their strongest it's it's there for the taking for them um, I think they're, they're third in the league at the minute as well aren't they
1: the third, uh, yeah the third yeah Southampton, yeah
0: yeah so look, they're going to be full of confidence Um get a corner whipped into Leicester Garden, and more likely going in the back <laughs> of the net. So.
1: Yeah, I thought like City, obviously City against West Brom, they looked so bad, didn't they? They were sl- like sluggish and they didn't just really look at the races a bit. Southampton have been, been brilliant all season. Um, I, I think this is, I think for me, this is essentially the game of the weekend. Um, it's, Yeah, like Southampton's attacking threat can definitely hurt City. Um, they can definitely harm them in that way. But obviously, we know the quality of Man City. You know, you're never ever going to count them out in any game. Um, so it's interesting though, um, especially you know if Aguero isn't fit, because there's obviously there's concerns over his fitness as well. So that's a you know one blow for City, but a massive boost for Southampton as well.
2: I think I've seen a stat somewhere today that Aguero hadn't scored since January this year. It's crazy to think that because it doesn't really seem th- seem real, but it's, it's it's really if you look really? at it. I mean, yeah, that, yeah, it's, crazy, it's down to these injuries, and I think it might be for the sheer volume that Aguero's played over mm. his career that he's actually really starting to feel it. And whether mm. when Aguero comes back, that. He will still have that pace to utilize, and I know a lot of his game is just—it's—it's it's about. I mean, Man City rather than rather than putting Aguero in a race, they prefer to like cut back and and get. He could score headers as well, and he's he's really good in the six yard yard box. At Aguero, um, I think he, I think he could lose. He could lose a yard or two and still be. A, a, a fairly effective striker. Yeah. Um, how I think City will go on against Southampton all depends on whether City humble themselves a mm. wee bit. And what I mean by that is they recognise how an effective force um, Southampton are at counter-attacking. Um, and how good their outlets are, um, especially in the midfield, and, and having Danny Ings and the, the physicality of Shea Adams with the, the intelligent runs of Theo Walcott. If they commit too many bodies forward and they play the high, if, if they play the fullbacks or the backs up at the corner flags, they're going to be humbled by by, Man- uh, by Southampton and Southampton will spank them.
0: Yeah, they they definitely need to sort of avoid complacency. In this game because um, as, as you mentioned it, it's probably going to be the game of the weekend um, and it's got the potential to be the biggest upset of the weekend on like on paper I guess um, because if you look at it based on you know like squads and things like that you, you'd say Man City are probably favourites to win but at the minute on form you know it's just not the case um, so I think you're right um, they definitely need to to treat Southampton with the respect they deserve at the minute I guess uh,
2: for the football they've been playing definitely 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 um- I'm going to go out and call this result right away. Everton Arsenal. I don't think this goes any other way apart from Everton <laughs> having the three points. Everton <laughs> Goodison. They're, they're picking up momentum. Um, I'm so impressed with uh, Godfrey and Mason Holgate and how they've adapted their game to wingbacks. Uh, no, sorry, full-backs. I would say they're really wing-backs. I mean, you're not you're not seeing them up in the traditional sense. I'm not a traditional. The more modern sense that, they, that we're seen from the the full back slash wingback role in the league. Uh, I think depending on injuries for Everton, they should pretty much walk it because they are far more organised there. I think Ancelotti is a far superior manager to, to Arteta, and he's going to be prepared for this game tenfold mm. over Michael, Michael Arteta. If Michael Arteta doesn't come up with a plan um, to deal with the with the the quality. Uh, Within Everton, uh, that he's going to be he's going to be <laughs> one unhappy chappy after the 90 minutes.
1: I agree with you, Simo. I can't see this was all being any other way. Like just on the form alone at the minute, Everton. You know, on paper at the minute, on form, they're going to absolutely batter them, aren't they? Richarlison, Calvert Lewin up front, and no Gabriel for Arsenal. He's he suspended, so they're in they're in absolute trouble, aren't they? Like Jed, what do you think about like, the Arteta situation and, and that sort of um, stick or twist, isn't it, really with him? It is. It is. Yeah, it's a difficult
0: one for for them at the minute because you can sort of see arguments on both sides. If they get rid of him, get someone else in, you sort of get that new manager bounce, let somebody else maybe rejig the team a bit. Um, But if you stick with him, you're sort of committing to building more of a project Mm. um, and giving the manager time, which it, it, it doesn't really tend to happen much these days. Um, but I think like, Man United are in the same sort of boat at the minute as well with that, just in a better position overall in the league. Um, it, with Arsenal at the minute, they they just don't they don't look like you know even a shadow of the team that they've been you know in the past. Um, it, it's probably the lowest point in you know in recent years for them. And like you say, I, I can't look past Everton for this game. I think they'll they'll struggle. Arsenal's defense is going to struggle to keep quiet. Everton's attack and and at the minute, going forward, they don't look like, they don't look very threatening Mm. either. Uh, I don't think Everton's defence will have any problems. um, And not unless, obviously, they they make the problems themselves um, and give the ball away, things like that. So I I think, at the minute, um, I wouldn't want to be an Arsenal fan watching that that sort of football. Um, with Arteta, though, I, I personally would stick with him. At least give him the transfer window, back him, and see how, see how he does. If he doesn't bring anyone in to you know inspire the team, then then get rid. Mm. That would be my my decision. But um, obviously, you know, any time will tell. You never know. This could be the end if uh, they don't get a result.
2: So. They're dangerously close to that relegation zone, dangerously mm. close. It only takes things can happen really, really fast in the Premier League as well. Uh one minute you think, Oh, there's there's no chance that Arsenal could go down. We could be sat here in three weeks' time and and they're nineteenth in, in <laughs> their 19th on the table. And I <laughs> That could actually happen.
0: Yeah, uh, absolutely. It's not a position you want to be in at this point of the season either at Christmas time. Um, yeah, because like you know, it's it's harder to get out of if you've been down there you know, for a significant you know, part, like a portion of time. So
1: what what's funny is how Arsenal fans for years were were clamoring to get rid of Wenger, <laughs> get rid of Wenger. He doesn't, you know, we're only going backwards under Wenger, consistently finishing the top four, winning you know the occasional trophy, and now we're in a fucking relegation battle. <laughs> You know, be careful what you wish yeah. for. It, it's it's a funny old world football. You know that I can imagine Wenger sort of being sat at home and probably going, "Fuck! Okay, I told you, I wasn't that bad." <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You can just see him sort of sat there with a glass of red wine, yeah. watching match of the day, and just having a little, little yeah, smile to himself. I mean, I think and you know he does that. Uh, he definitely does that.
1: Yeah,
0: I think they yeah. they. The amount of sort of disrespect towards Wenger that Arsenal fans gave was a bit a bit mm. much for everything that 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 he did for that club. Um, to he is undoubtedly an Arsenal legend, and the way that they sort of got on him got on his back for years just because they weren't you know winning the league. Yeah, you know, it, it's like there's there's no there wasn't really any perspective there. And now I think this is putting things into perspective <sighs> for him. I don't want to say they deserve it. I don't think any any fan not really deserve that. But obviously, this is just showing the other side of it, the reality. As you say, be careful what you wish for. Definitely, I guess. definitely.
2: Unai Emery not looking too bad. Not looking too bad yeah. now, is it? <laughs> I know they they'd love a sixth
1: place at the moment, wouldn't they? <laughs> All right.
2: I've got a, I've got a question for the boys. How the fuck is Newcastle Fulham ended up on it eight o'clock on a Saturday night? <laughs> How is that happened? Someone needs a fucking I've sack just here. I thought the same thing when I was looking. Then I looked at the
1: fixture list and I was like, "Why? <laughs> Why is it that game? You know, it know. is it is a strange it's one. Isn't more-
0: it? Does anyone like uh, I I would think that the the main one on a Saturday is the game before the half five kickoff. Yeah. Seems to me that that one gets more attention anyway. I think the, by the 8 o'clock one, um, people have switched over to ITV yeah, whatever no on really and whatever's on there. Probably watching The Grinch or something this weekend
2: and not you know, not yeah. bothering with that. That's probably why they put um, it on at 8, to be
1: fair. Because no one will be watching yeah.
2: that. It's just it's just me. Just saddles like me that just, <laughs> just watch show the football. Sat on a couch on a saturday night. Fucking See, I'll be watching it as well, don't worry. As I'll be watching that nil-nil.
1: It's got nil-nil real all over it.
2: Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 It'll be like... Um, the last time I, one of the last times I watched Newcastle watched eighty nine minutes of pure shite two goals in the last yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was... the last two or three minutes of the game. That's the, the thing about
0: shocking. the thing about Newcastle is at the moment they're not a great side and every game that they play is sort of you know you can't see them scoring but then you've got Callum yeah. Wilson up front and. He will pop up with a goal, as he has done you know, this season. He's so good for them.
1: Uh, Without them, they're he's so good they're for them. In real trouble. Great signing. Hundred percent trouble if they if he gets injured for any length of time. Their oh yeah their season falls apart for me.
0: Yeah, I, I'd agree. Um, I think they're going to rely on him, yeah. and they already have done so far this season. Uh, like you said, if he gets injured, and he has had injury problems in the past as well. I was going if to he, say, if yeah. he gets injured, then um, then yeah, it's. it's it's looking a bit ropey for them, isn't it? Yeah. One of one of the better um, Coventry City Academy products. <laughs> I'm just going to slide in there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was so bad 1-12. Couldn't resist, could you, Jed? Couldn't resist. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now that we've talked about... Um... Oh, I hear that, audience. Ooh, that? Cold Corona. <laughs> oh, absolutely superb. Right, where are we off to Brighton, now? Brighton,
1: and your favourite um, club.
2: Oh, Brighton, Sheffield, United. Yeah, uh, uh, Close, but no cigar against Manchester United. Hey. Uh, when we go, uh, I said this at the beginning of the season, I, was, I think maybe one of the early episodes of Totals Schemers I said, if you're relying on um, the Goldrick, a championship-level journeyman <laughs> for all your goals <laughs> in the Premier League, you're not going to do too well. Yeah. Uh, And, uh, I mean, they came close to it. They came close to it, but again... Man United, they were just—they were never going to lose that game. I mean, any time it looks like Man United are going to go off a cliff and all he's going to lose his job, they just I just enough. Know. They're just enough. <laughs> I
0: think to keep you'd, him you'd in the job, play, you'd have to play pretty poorly to lose to Sheffield at the minute as well. I mean, they're—they're mm. they're not a, a good side. They—they um, they come up last year, played some good football, and sort of you know the, the league didn't really know how to deal with them last year. I think, but this year they've been found out, and there's no there's nothing in you know nothing inspiring about. Their their squad really is there. And if you look at it, you know their team does seem like a championship team. Like I say, about McGoldrick, he's, he's not going to go in and bang more than you know five goals yeah. a season. And they signed uh, Brewster from Liverpool. I think it would have been like smarter to have gone for someone more proven. I mean, he's, I think he's going to be a good player, but it's you know record signing, and you're probably going to be pinning all your you're not hopes even on playing him either. That's the thing. Not yeah, exactly. It's it seems like a strange move. Yeah, he, he might fit there their system um, and obviously they're very like, system based mm. side but I mean I think you were saying the other day lads at what point do you like change the system? And they they seem to be one of those teams that just you know don't, they're very rigid in terms of that and they won't score. Four four that's all it is. Um 442 and, yeah, yeah and if they don't if they don't adapt then you know, they're going to go down. I think at this point, you'd you'd be a brave man to back them to stay up, to be honest.
1: Jed, do you see them beating Alan. Derby's uh, all-time Premier League points record or not? That's <laughs> the key, key um, question at the minute, isn't it? Are they going to get any more points?
0: <laughs> to be honest um at the minute with the premier league you, you never know yeah. because it, it can go it can go mental um and they might pop out like a 5-0 win you know against arsenal for example at some point <laughs> so you know you never know i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't call it at this point but um maybe after january if they're still only on one point, then yeah, you can't I called not
2: anymore. I called it. Uh, I've been able to go back like seven or eight episodes and I, I was, I did say it. And you were like, you're calling it so well and I said <laughs> Sheffield United are going down. Uh, it's not because I've got anything against Sheffield United. I just, I have, uh, the thing I've got, I've got it against them is complacency in terms of they're not doing a whole lot to turn it around. I don't feel like doing the same thing week in week out. I mean, they've came close to the mark. They came close against West Brom. They came close against Manchester United. Okay, they've came close against other sides, uh, and it's not worked out. They need to try something different. They need to humble themselves mm-hmm. and, and do something a little bit different. Maybe try. Um, I mean, I've not seen them play Brewster just through the middle. Um, no. I kind of see them out in wide position. He always seems to be deeper than like McBurney or McGoldrick or. Um, Oliver it era that's never what me and, me and you me and Jake in particular we, we watch all the preseason games we watch the youth games for Liverpool as well and we've seen we've watched the stuff for years, how many years, years two years, three years, years Jake yeah where does he score most of his goals? Up front, yeah. He's a he's he's a classic. he's a fox I mean, in the box. Do you know what <laughs> I mean?
1: He is. He's really good. You get him in the penalty area, and he'll score. And he f- score goals. He's not they're, well. not. they're not utilizing him to the best of his abilities. You know, they put him out wide or they're dropping him deep, and it's like. do you Even watch this player. You bought him for all that money. Did you watch him? <laughs>
0: like. Yeah, I mean, he he went down to. I think he was on loan at Swansea last year, wasn't he? And when the score was there, and yeah, brilliant. like. Like you say, I mean, why wouldn't you sort of play him through the middle? I think in in that team, they've got the ability to be able to find him Mm. as well. I mean, some of the, they've got some good footballing players in in that squad, like, you know, Fleck in the midfield, for example, and, you know, uh, know, can play decent passes and and pick him out. So I don't know why they're not. Yeah, going for that um, yeah it's, it's a strange one at the minute isn't it but I can't see this,
2: might, this might be the most pivotal game in Sheffield United season so far right this is the game that they've got to look at and think three points yeah. it has to be it has to be they're not going to get an mm. easier game this season right I understand Brighton do okay like cocaine they're not too far off the pace but um, and I'm impressed by quite a lot of their players, especially young Tyreek, uh Lamptey, who I think you could go right to the very top of if, if, yeah. if he continues his, his development. Um, so they have that to worry about. So it's by no means going to be an easy game, but they've got to be thinking, right, it's nearly Christmas. This is this is the last chance for them to get a win of three points before Christmas. They have to do it. Otherwise, you know, what? I think it's just going to be too little too late, yeah. no matter how much they turn it around. They need to turn it around yeah. spectacularly. After this, if they lose this game, spectacular. It It'd have to be. I mean, everybody loves bringing players in, in January. January sales—they very rarely work. Yeah. Um, I, I say January. January. Um, Sign is ten. Everybody knows it's like it's. You get. I wanted five for that player. It's inflated as, in as well. Isn't it? The you. Price mm. you pay
1: for people in January. Yeah. is a joke.
2: Yes, yeah, and the wages are normally inflated as well. I mean, these clubs are so desperate to stay in the Premier League because they want that hundred million every year. And they're desperate to stay at that calibre. They offer stupid wages to to, to 34 <laughs> year old players in the desperation because they were once once great and just hope God just keep me up. I remember <laughs> Fulham getting Ryan babbling <laughs> and I thought fuck it.
1: <laughs> hey, he scored a couple of goals for so them, no, didn't we he? <laughs>
2: well, they
0: didn't fucking stay up. So, to be fair to Fulham, at that point, um, I think he was in and around the actual the national side yeah. at yeah, that time. Was, yeah. To be fair, um, I don't think that was a, a, an awful side in him, but it, I, can, I understand your point. Though, um, I think, as you say, Sheffield United at the minute it is it's a, a must win for them it, Like to, for them to turn it around they're going to have to go on a, a really mm. good run of form and at the minute you can't see that happening so they're
1: going to have to start scoring they goals do. as well which yeah. they're not doing that either yeah. well apart from the United yeah, exactly. game exactly they lost <laughs> so it don't matter <laughs>
2: Yeah. They need to be committing yeah. players like if it's like five minutes to go. They need to be committing forward. players like it's a cup yeah. final. Like it's literally like it's a cup final. Are, it's got to be. It's got to be treated yeah, that It way. really is. it's yeah. got to be treated them. Yeah, and he, I get the I get the impression that Chris Wilder isn't trying to put too much mm-hmm. pressure on the players in, in terms. Of, I think if, I think in a in dressing room it'd be like oh just play your football blah blah blah. It will come, lads. It will mm. come. But I think you should probably really be saying right if we don't start playing we're going fucking no. down and at one mile and everybody else will be taking half <laughs> Everybody else is going to get your pay cut in half the, the likelihood that you will reach this level again a lot of them uh, probably won't just... yeah, yeah I mean look, you know finish like, up yeah look at how the dressing again yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly I'll be tip yeah yeah I would tell them, think, look at each other, right? But four, four of yous in this in this room will make it back to the Premier League. The rest <laughs> of you will never have that yeah. chance again. And then they start, <laughs> see if they start playing. If not, they're down um, yeah. Quite a quite a few tasty games this weekend. Next we go to Spurs Leicester. Um, Leicester took a took a bit of a, a hammering, fair Um After beating Brighton fairly convincingly, uh, I think Spurs are going to have that inevitable. Bounce game after losing, uh, yeah, after losing to Liverpool. Um, yeah, Tottenham. Yeah, for me. I can't really call this I one.
1: I think Tottenham have just got enough. Um, if they. Play the way they did the most of the second half against Liverpool. I think that'll that'll do them. They'll, they'll get over the line. Do you know what I mean? But you can never discount Leicester. And you can never discount Jamie Vardy. He loves scoring goals against the big the big six, doesn't he? Yeah. Um, so he's always he's always got a chance against. And for Leicester, and Leicester are a good side anyway. It could be one of those freak games where it's nil nil, but then it could be you know four three. It's one. Of, it's a hard one to call, isn't it? This one.
0: <laughs> yeah, it, it, it could go either way. Like you say, Jake. To be honest, um, I think. Tottenham have got enough quality to be able to, to win mm. the game definitely and, and their star players are you know top top level star players um I think where they would lose it would be you know potentially in the midfield or in in defense um if they do make any any mistakes but I can't look past them for this one I think Leicester going away to Tottenham as well is not going to be you know, easy um now, as you say, they'll get the bounce off off the defeat they've had in midweek. Um, but uh, you know, you can't you can't write Leicester off. But I personally would, would back Spurs here because they just they have more quality in the side, and and at the minute they can at this point mount a, a genuine title challenge yeah. as well. So they're going to be looking at games like this as as must win games, and I think Mourinho will get that that out of the players as well and get that sort of mentality out of them. Um, and yeah, I think, I, I think, like you say, it could easily be a, a four-three, um, <laughs> or it could be a 0 nil yeah, it's got potential for goals in there with you know Song, Kane, and, and Vardy on the Definitely. pitch. Um, hopefully, it'll be a good, hopefully, be a good watch. Uh, so it's, it's all we can hope for. Really, as a neutral, it, really it is, so.
2: mate. that's exactly. I find it difficult to call this one, lads. To be honest, I feel like both both have the. Both have the quality in a squad to go in to go and get three points here. I think you've got Jamie Vardy; you've always got a chance. Obviously, yeah. with Madison on the pitch, yeah. um, you've always get you've always got that option. That a set piece could could turn the game your way. Um But I, I I edge towards Spurs. I think they've showed a good mentality this season in terms of whether the result hasn't gone their way. The, They've, they've reacted well um, and not really put their head down or whatever. Because um, they have been unfortunate with some of the results, specifically in the, in the early season. I think we'll see a result. Uh, I, I think we'll see a, bit, a bounce for both. And maybe, hopefully, as the neutrals like you say, we'll see a competitive, a competitive match. I would take for this to be a no no because it could be quite a tasty <laughs> game if, uh, yeah. if things it's go on. <laughs> it's got the potential for it. Yeah,
0: it'd be a shame to see both teams sort of sit back and you know play for a draw. Because, as you say, they've got the talent in the squad to to go at each other and and have a good game. Um, Yeah, I don't know. i I say, for me, I think Tottenham will win it, but you never know.
2: Right, over to Man United, Leeds. A game I am very much looking forward (laughs) to. I'm going to call it right away. Right, And I don't know if you agree with me right. I'm going to say Leeds are going to fucking paste Man United. You reckon they'll be a pasting at Old Trafford? Yeah, yeah. I, to be honest, I don't, I don't, th- I don't well. think they have. Yeah, I don't think they have the mentality to deal with the, the energy and Bielsa's side. I think Bielsa's players are going to be super fired up for this. Yeah, they, Bielsa fucking yeah. savors these matches. Remember them against Liverpool. Mm-hmm. Remember them against City. Remember those matches, mm-hmm. right? And just that for me spells that when they're up for a game and they come in with that energy, they can beat pretty much fucking anyone. And for, as a squad, they sort of relish these games. I'll, I will look like an absolute fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> on Monday if Man United come in. And that's why it's such a big shout to Indeed. say that Leeds are going that's, to face, that's, that's face the it. That's what what I is <laughs> Wow,
1: that's a statement. It's generally what
2: I believe. I've got to go with it. I'm not, I'm not on defence, boys. I'm not on defence. <laughs> to,
0: to be honest, uh, I, I, um, I'm sort of leaning more your way, Simo, to be honest. Because um, I think this is a much bigger game for Leeds than it is for Man United. 100%. Like, Obviously, there's a rivalry there. And... Le- Man United, I think, don't see it as as much of a rivalry as Leeds do, and Le- like they'll they'll be up for it. Bielsa will know that this game is a big game for Leeds and get the players fired up for it. And like I said, I don't know whether I'd say it's going to be a pasting. I think it'll be a competitive. That's the match, part I don't agree with the pasting. Leeds Leeds will Leeds will will edge it for me, I think, and you know. I don't think necessarily there'll be one goal in it, potentially, you know, two-goal two, two goal difference. But I don't think United will be prepared for for Leeds to come at them like they're going to, as you say. Because uh, United's defence is their weakest point at the minute and Leeds will definitely exploit that.
1: Yeah, mate, I agree. I, I, I do think Leeds have got a really, really good chance, don't get me wrong. But... Um you know United are jammy aren't they? They, they, they they scrape these sorts of wins you know and they just keep sort of you know they quite grind results out they got 15 points in the last 18 that are available and for all this mm. talk of you know United are in turmoil that's a fucking good record you know that's a really good record um, but I, I agree with you that Leeds you know I think Leeds might just scrape it or it'll be a draw I don't. I can't see it being a pasting but you know strange things have happened I'd excellent. love it to be a pasting
2: excellent excellent <laughs> Yeah, I'd love it to be excellent point boys Ex- excellent points because they're both going to look very very foolish on Monday I said they're win. <laughs> let you me tell said you they're win. and I'll be making you eat that yeah it will be a pasting I'm having it boys <laughs> <laughs> what, what you're
0: not considering Simo is that United are pretty much nailed on to get a penalty exactly. at some point um, which is going to it can swing the game so I don't, that's where I think the pasting not going to come into <laughs> it because that could depending on where, when it comes in the game you know at what point it could be it either kickstarts United's comeback or something like that or or it gives them the you know the equalizer and and then the game fizzles out. It's it's, it's 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 it could go either way, can't it? But I think you can pretty much guarantee they're gonna get some sort of look. Like Jake said, they're a bit jammy, aren't Simo, they? So w-
1: what are you saying right? then? What are you saying? Okay,
2: like four, eight, four, one. <laughs> four one 4 one.
1: <laughs> four one four one. Four one leads. Four one hat <laughs> trick.
2: <laughs> if it's
1: not 4-1 you have to do a forfeit on it you you back this quite highly no that's
2: that, 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 <laughs> you, know, right. you back this highly you, you
1: were you were adamant that this is going to happen
2: right no right, look right. at your backtracking. I, I, <laughs> I, I won't predict the score I won't predict the score right, I won't predict the score but I will say right Leeds will beat Man United convincingly and if they don't I will do a forfeit. what's
1: a convincing is, is 1-0 convincing <laughs> if it's they dominate the possession or because there'll be a, you'll find you find loopholes if I, if I think if I th- yeah if
2: I, if I think it's convincing it's convincing me. <laughs> no,
1: I'm not having that <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: right, right boys to a slightly less interesting match although oh no. it's not um, this I'll is big Sam here, here yeah <laughs> well, in fact it is actually it's got it's a bit the, about this match it's the return match, of the big, big Sam yeah. yeah yeah you know here I am <laughs> 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 4 4 two. enter oh yeah Christ <laughs> West Brom Aston Villa um, the slightly less interesting um, Birmingham Derby um <laughs> I'm say probably no, no. one nil West Brom. What? What? West Brom from, no from a set piece. Big Sam with a header. Big,
1: yeah, from a set piece. Yeah. Header, but, probably
2: no big, big Sam actually enters a pitch.
1: He's registered himself.
2: Yeah, <laughs> big Sam. Uh, yeah, he hands He hands the the referee's contract. It says player manager. <laughs> He's in the box. Uh, I think his, anyway, his yeah.
0: contract. His contract would just say Big Sam. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think um, I think with this game I'm going to say it's going to finish as a draw I think on on paper you'd, you'd probably say Villa are the stronger side because when you've got We're a player there. like Jack Grealish in there it, it, you know he's going to cause West Brom problems but I think the big Sam influence and the new manager bounce for West Brom will, will keep them in it and earn them a, a credible draw I think um, I don't think it's going to be a spectacular game but it'll be you know, it's one of those average Premier League games that is easily forgotten but um yeah, I think the, the big Simon himself and the way he just sort of sets the team up and, and obviously gets the players playing as well, it, it's going to come into, come into play definitely. I don't think they're going so to win. So a,
1: a good stat here. Um, Sam Allardyce has only, lo- has only once lost his first Premier League game in charge of a team. So that was with Sunderland. He's won five and he's drew one. So, you know, it's a good omen for West Brom. You know, he's he's pretty solid yeah. in that regard. His first game tends to be the bounce like we, we've mentioned since he's been appointed. Um,
2: so... Everything about Big Sam's record, I've written about Big Ram's, uh Big Sam's record um, leans in the direction that West Brom are, are going to are they're going to benefit from from having him there. And like we were talking about yesterday, it's, it seems harsh to begin with the sacking of a and the the appointment of, of Big Sam. But if you think yeah. about it, if you really critically think about it. Um, there's hundred million on the line, um, and you don't mm. you don't gamble with that. You don't gamble yeah. with that if things things aren't looking your way. You know, one win and sort of like what was it? One win all season. One win and like That's it, yeah. yeah, yeah, one win if all you, season. So yeah, if you I can up, understand. I can understand why they did it.
0: Absolutely. If you weigh it up and you think, are you more likely to survive with with Bilic in charge or Big Sam in charge? And you'd say Big Sam every exactly. time. So I think if looking at it that way, it's a good move for West Brom. Um, but. Yeah obviously time will tell. I think Bilic is probably right to feel hard done mm. by. Uh but at the same time yeah, big Sam coming in, he he has a, an effect on teams. He's proven to yeah, you know, to make a difference when teams bring him in, so you can understand why they've done it.
1: That's it mate. He's got a track record, has not he? He's he's got he's got form. This is his this is his thing, isn't it? Keeping teams in the league. I feel like he he'd almost want a project as well, do you know what I mean? I think he's a bit sick of coming into a club and and going season after after he's kept them up and you know stabilised them a bit Mm -hmm. so you know I'd I'd like to see what he can do over a, a longer period of time rather than just season season and a half really now
2: yeah, you never I think, know. Yeah, I, mean, I think that would have been part of the negotiation process yeah. that he would have probably yeah. mentioned that I'm not here just to be a firefighter manager. And they're probably like, yeah, yeah, you're not. But they, as soon as he leaves with him, the board all turn to each other like yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Fuck yeah. As soon as, as soon as, uh, as you can sort of see as well that
0: if they did keep him on, as soon as they lose a few games on the bounce. Next, you know, next season, for example, he's, he's on the
1: fire, yeah. And,
0: <laughs> yeah. So thanks Ain't for, thanks
2: for, your, of, your, <laughs> thanks for the memories, sir. Yeah. Cheers for yeah. the hundred yeah. mil. And Sam, Sam Ardaci is getting tired, and he's and he's close. Um, I'd love to see. I'd, I'll tell you what.
0: I'd love to see Big Sam to go abroad, abroad somewhere. Like, some, say, for example, he went to Spain or somewhere. He's, you know, <laughs> he's on the beach. He's got his shorts on, on the on the sidelines, sunglasses. Oh. Just a like, proper you know, shirt Sangria. in the dugout. Yeah. yeah. He'd, I, I I'd love to he'd, see
2: him, like, he'd have a, a top-level job as well. Real Madrid. Like a top-level <laughs> job as that. well. Like, yeah, we are a it gets, yeah.
0: it, the the, big, the thing about Big Sam is he gets players to like run through brick walls yeah. for it, doesn't he? Now, I think that's part of his success in keeping teams up. Like, there must be something about it. Or maybe he bribes them or something. Do you know what? I
2: can't remember which show. I can't remember which show it is, I was listening to it, but like it was, it was managing a side they were doing their pre-season friendlies abroad and whatever and they just played a match and then he was like right everybody to a man like in a, in a lounge at like fucking 7 o'clock we're going out in the piss so they go out in <laughs> the piss and he lets, lets the boys drink whatever they want and then he fucking pays the bar tab and he goes home early because he's the boss and he, wants, he doesn't want fucking obviously <laughs> It's nothing worse when oh. your boss is hanging about when you're trying yeah. to go in the piss. <laughs> you know what I mean it's, and he goes and he, he pays the boys tabs and fucking do you know what I mean and then he's you know it's work hard I mean, he, and, I, I think it in your own sense. Like me, me and Jake are in the military, but you've got a boss. It's like you've got to work hard. But as soon as it's fucking downtime, it's like, yeah, go do what you want, and we go. <laughs> yeah, and you, you get. Know, yeah, I you
0: think, fucking. <laughs> he sort of commands respect by doing Definitely. that as well, don't he? Because if you, you you do something like that, and and you get the respect of of the players instantly, because they they know that yeah, you know, if if things start going well, he's got that sort of thing in the locker yeah, you again, and it's like, yeah. Definitely, definitely I think that's that's a big part of, of Big Sam and like himself um, and what is the Big Sam brand I guess you <laughs>
2: could call it uh. <laughs> uh, Burnley Wolves on the on the Monday evening uh, I think got to go straight in and say um, a hard thought draw solid I point think.
1: for Burnley again yeah
2: Wolves yeah yeah I think Wolves will just have too much quality because they have some really really tasty players at the minute I mean I know some of the limelight's kind of changed away from Adama Truary because everybody's used to what mm. he does he's not stopped doing the things that he did last season—it just it's just one of the things we you get used to these players yeah. doing doing the things to do well. It kind of it kind of you know the, the shine kind of fades. So uh, enter fucking Pedro Neto and uh, Daniel Coudens yeah. who have just stepped up the game. I've said yesterday the Wills don't look like they're missing Diego. Um. And you know players have stepped up. I think the young centre forward, eighteen-year-old uh, Fabio Silva, has all the makings of a good forward. Uh, I think he's really, really close for the, to it coming good. Um, but I think, but Burnley will be so organised and committed that their their determination, their organisation, will get them over the line for a point. Bye special, is not it? If I thought guys special. If they stay focused,
0: yeah, yeah. I think they're, they're probably going to sit in because they know the talent that, that Wolves have got going forward. Um, I mean, as you say about Traore. Is, he's not necessarily standing out as much because people are used to to seeing mm. what he does, um, and but he's still very effective, and even though you'd say they're probably going to miss Jimenez being out injured and then the goal threat that he adds you still back them to you know, to, to cause problems uh, and they're not missing Jota as much as uh, as people would think they, they would uh, yeah Podence I think is a, a really good player and Neto as well the, the sort of the, thing, the the elements that they add to the team definitely make them dangerous um, so I think yeah it's probably going to be something like a one-all and, and that would be a respectable point for both sides as well I, I think
1: this um, this Wolves side is, as if he keeps hold of them all that's got real potential potential to go quite far Um, if he keeps this team for a few more years when they start to reach their peaks that team can that can you know quite easily challenge in my opinion
0: yeah I I think um, one of the best players in the team I think is Ruben Mm. Neves I, I really rate him. I think he's, his range of passing is quality. Um, and he, he does that job in midfield really well. I think they, as a team, they're, they're set up really well. They seem to have a really good sort of chemistry, um, which which is clearly working for them. Obviously, he got them into Europe a couple of years ago. And while they're not at that level at the moment, like you said, the potential is definitely
2: there. Yeah, yeah. better squad depth added to that, I really do. Seeing, them, I Like you say, Jake, if he stays there, they, they buy into the project and they keep backing them. Because they have buy. Yeah. backed him and he's delivered um, so yeah I think in a, in a couple of years yeah, they can maybe go out and do something special maybe get ourselves a Champions mm-hmm. League spot I think we will consider that maybe, maybe a peak point and think of their way days I mean it's it's good having away days in Europa, but like Champions League away days, bouncing, you've got that British Dortmund game coming.
0: <laughs> yeah, I mean, you've got on uh, like, one go. side, you've got like ludicarets and on the other side, you've got potentially yeah. like going to the San Siro. Yeah. And stuff
2: like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's it, mate. Exactly, exactly. Um, I'm going to finish up with Chelsea West Ham. Uh, I'm going to go on and say that Chelsea lose because it can't beat teams above ten. <laughs> Do you know what? When I saw this one as well, I
1: I instantly <laughs> thought West Ham would win. I don't I don't know why. I just thought I, I, pff, I quite fancied it. I fancied the 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 the, the, the style hurting Chelsea and and. Moisey outdoing Lampard I just I just got I had a feeling it, that it happened
0: <laughs> yeah I, I to be honest I'm sort of I'm going to sit on the fence and say it's going to be a draw um, but I think West Ham will probably be the mm. better team on the day at the minute they are playing really well They've got some some dangerous players. I think Jared Bowen's a really, yeah. a really threatening player going forward. And if Chelsea are having an off day you know, at the back, which they, they do often have, um, then they'll cause problems. But then on the flip side of that, Chelsea's attack can be really dangerous as well, especially if they've got Giroud on the field. All they need to do is obviously hump you know, a few crosses into him and... He's dangerous, Um, and even you know, even West Brom, even West Ham, while they're playing well, I don't think they'd be able to sort of deal with Mm. that. So um, I reckon it's it's that sort of game. It's going to be a a draw, but a a good performance from West Ham. They'll be unlucky not to to win it.
2: Yeah, good points, boys. Good points. I think I've got to agree with probably. I think I'm gonna actually go the opposite way I'd probably say Chelsea went on quality. Um just because I feel like they're maybe German. Mm. Um and Moise's yeah. for I mean the results speak better than the performances yeah. of, of West Ham and I've, I've been saying that for a couple of weeks now. Mm. Um that their results kind of paint them in a different light from what they actually are. And although they do have absolutely superb players, I really, really do highly rate um, Jared Bowen. Um I thought Sebastian Hallers overhead kick um oh. midweek was, was fucking superb. Incredible, uh, well, wasn't it? <laughs> I mean, I could be, I, yeah, it was absolutely. I mean, such to be a big fair, lad he's, as well. It's only about six it's like yards we used out, to see, a Great goal. Yeah. <laughs> he's such a big lad, isn't he? It's like we used to see Crouchy, they like fucking overhead kicks. You'd be like, fucking hell, how's he done that and not killed anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I think
0: that's, that's something that if you're a defender and you've got somebody with those long limbs going up like that, you don't want to put your head in nah. there. Nah. Oh, Crouch- Joe,
1: Crouchy was brilliant at that though, wasn't he? He was absolutely brilliant at those overhead kicks. I scored loads. Yeah. He was yeah. so good at them.
0: Yeah, I mean, Andy Carroll did a good one for did, West Ham yeah. a few years ago. Even though he was he was in March, but he's a big yeah. man
2: getting up there and, and scoring. Got to do it, goal. You?
0: <laughs> yeah. It's not
2: easy, yeah i seen him do one in pre-season um, this year, actually. can't remember what game it was, but it was just like, seen it somewhere, it was maybe like online, it was like most Andy Carroll go ever, And it's like fucking, <laughs> you know what I mean? Ancient Andy Carroll doing an overhead kick. I was Impress like, yes. i <laughs> like, like a bit of that, yeah. Warms the, warm's the old heart, you know what I mean? See Andy Carroll pulling off some um, overhead kicks. Uh, but that is going to do it for today's troops. Thanks very much for joining us, if you're still here. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, thanks very much to Jed for coming on. It's been an
0: absolute pleasure, lads. Thank you for having me back. And uh, yeah, I hope to come on again soon. Definitely, at some point mate, as well. definitely.
2: Well, we'll have you back on Monday, I think, if you're happy <laughs> with that, so we can discuss all the results. And you can tell me how <laughs> yeah, wrong I was about all
0: <laughs> <laughs> Of course. Uh, yeah, I'm definitely up for that, lads. No problem.
2: Yeah. Uh, Jake, thanks very Cheers, much for joining mate. me as well. It was
1: a pleasure to talk to you
2: and for everybody that's interested in learning a wee bit more about TalksGamers we're actually developing our website www.talksgamers.com go there and have a wee look around Um, we should be having more stuff up there soon Um, but for now cheery bye we shall see you Monday
0: 18 plus.